Hey, welcome back to the Fit Life Formula Podcast. My name is Brian Sippets. I'm the founder and CEO of Advantage Strength in Ann Arbor, Michigan. At Advantage Strength, we help people between the ages of 35 and 65 to live more, play more, and feel strong so they can be active with their family and friends and get back to doing the things that they love to do. The Fit Life Formula is a program specifically for the members of Advantage Strength. A lot of what we talk about on the show here comes directly from our uh, member questions uh, and from topics that come up at the gym every day. And uh, so we tackle topics like nutrition, training, mindset, sleep, um, anything that's going to help you live an active life and stay healthy so that you can keep moving and keep having fun and love every minute of the rest of your life. Today, we're going to be talking about three ways that you can control emotions. And it's not just emotions, it's, it's how you can control your level of confidence, your um, self-worth, everything that goes along with you know, having positive emotions, having positive thoughts and mindsets, and you know, improving your confidence so that even if you do run into an obstacle, you are equipped to deal with this, and you're going to know three ways that you can help control your emotion and your response to different situations. Um, and these are, these are universal. They're all three things that you can control. All, all three of these aspects of your response, you can control. So I think a lot of times, mistakenly, emotions are seen as like this deep brain reaction to something that occurs to you or something that happens or a situation. Um, and that, you know, there's this uh, continuum sort of between reason and emotion, right? So we know that we know that we buy things based on emotion and there's no, there's no reasoning with emotion. If you're sad, there's no saying, well, at least, you know, I guess at least uh, it's not this or it could be worse or, or something like that. Reason doesn't tend to make emotion feel better, especially if it's negative. So I think people mistakenly find that emotion, uh, that we have no control over emotion, but really we do. And I'm going to share three ways to do that today. And uh, the first one that we'll talk about, if you think of like a, think of a triangle here and each side of the triangle includes one of these aspects that you can use to control emotion or control your confidence. Um, and the first one, if you just uh, draw a triangle and on one side, right, physical body. Uh, and so that's the first one that we're going to talk about. Your physical body actually uh, cues your brain in, you know, whatever, whatever way, whatever way you're experiencing, whatever your physical body does, it cues your brain to have a certain reaction or to, to feel a certain emotion. So a lot of times we think that the brain controls the body, which it does. Um, but what's less known is that the body controls the brain. So uh, the common saying is, you know, if your brain is happy, your mouth smiles. Uh, but what we also know is that if your mouth is happy, your brain smiles. And so we can control a lot of how we feel just based on our posture, our body language, our facial expressions. Uh, and the term fake it to make it sort of comes to mind too. If you're having a bad day or whatever, and you throw a smile on your face, it has a way of making you feel better. Um, and so that's, we get this kind of this wag the dog situation where 
what you do with your body can affect your brain and affect the, the, the actual chemistry of your brain and make you feel better or more confident or get you out of a bad mood. Um, you know, Amy Cuddy is a, an author and a researcher. She has a book called Presence. And so she talks about gaining power and gaining confidence through uh, what she calls a power pose. So if you think of... Uh, if you think of you know how Superman would stand, tall, chest out, arms off to the side, so uh, you know you're taking up space, you're taking up as much space as possible. In her research, she's found that people have more feelings of confidence, more feelings of power, just by doing 30 seconds of this power pose. And so your body language, your your physical body, can affect your mood and how you feel about something. Tony Robbins, if you listen to any Tony Robbins stuff. Um, he'll always say, sit up in your chair and get into your peak state. So Tony Robbins is famous for teaching this, this peak state thing where you sit, you know, you sit as tall as you possibly can in your chair with your shoulders, you know, back and down. Uh, Think of your, your proudest posture with your feet flat on the floor. You're sitting up on the edge of your chair, not slumped back. Uh, And so this is a a posture, a, a physical way that you can get yourself into a peak state by being alert with your body and allowing yourself to be alert with your mind. Um, some other interesting stuff about the physical body, the, uh, there are several studies that have shown you know, that people that hold a pencil between their teeth will show, uh, will report more feelings of confidence, more feelings of uh, better mood after that test. And so if you think about it, as you're holding a pencil in your teeth, if you picture that, it sort of puts a smile on your face. Um, and so the, the, the participants in this study didn't know what they were studying. But afterwards, when they were asked, you know, to rate their feelings of confidence, rate their feelings of happiness, the ones who held their pencil in their teeth tend to rate it higher than those who don't, significantly higher. So, you know, there's just a ton of interesting. Stuff. Oh, and they're, they're, Treating depression with Botox. Botox sort of gives you that uh, perma smile situation, um, like with sort of like I guess you could call them smiling eyes and and uh, a smiling mouth. So they're treating a lot of depression with Botox just for that reason because the the way your face feels is also kind of what it's going to signal to your brain. So if you're smiling, it's going to signal to your brain that you're happy, and you can actually change your mood in that way. So your physical body has a lot to do with your emotions, with the way you feel, and you can, you can control a lot in that way. The second side of the triangle. So going back to the triangle, we've got physical body written on one side on the other side of the triangle, write language. And so by language, I mean the words you use, the, uh, the way you're forming thoughts and the way you're saying or the way you're talking about your situation. And so what we think of, we create. There's a famous study that, uh, you know, that says, don't think of a white bear. And this is, this is really important for coaching too. This is something we've uh, learned or that we teach to our interns and everything about coaching is whatever object you bring up, the brain will go to that object. So the, the famous study is don't think of a white bear well, 100% of people are thinking of a white bear when you say that. Our body, we, our minds don't filter out the word don't all that well. 
So you have to be aware of the language that you use. So if you're using words, well, let's, let's do a little experiment here. Show me what you think your body would, would uh, how your body would react if we said words like sad, nervous, disappointed, ashamed. Uh, so, you know, how do you think that translates to your body? Now, we, had, we just talked about how the physical body can lead to uh, changes in the brain, not just the other way around. So your, your physical body cha- make, creates changes in your brain. So if you hear or are saying words like sad, nervous, disappointed, or ashamed, uh, picture your body language in that, in that way. How, what is your body's reaction to that? Versus if you were now to say proud, happy, strong, confident, you can almost feel yourself rising. You can feel yourself opening up, taking up more space. And so these words that you're using uh, and the way you talk about your situation can also lead to changes in your brain. So the language you use, um, and not just your language, but you know your feelings on a, on a situation. So if you are using language and you're saying things like, well, I can't help that, or I'm just not that smart, if you're using that language the the brain has a way of really linking on to or hooking up with the words that you're saying and, and especially objects that you bring up. You know, so if you are saying that you don't think you can do it, there's a really good chance that your brain is going to re- respond in that same way and uh, keep you feeling uh, distraught about it or keep you feeling afraid or nervous about the thing that you think you can't do. So um, using using more positive language, using language that, that is going to bring up confidence, is going to put you in a better mood, can help. And you know, that's one of those things that you can fully control once you're aware of it. Okay, so we've got two sides of the triangle taken care of. We've got physical body. We've got language on the other side. And on the bottom line, you're going to write focus. So the things that you focus on, the things that you dwell on, are going to be the, the things that kind of take shape in your brain and they're going to affect the chemistry of your brain and affect your mood. So if you focus on negative, you'll, you'll get the negative. We've actually done an episode of this show. Um, man, I, I couldn't bring up the number, uh, what episode number, but talking about you get what you expect you'll get. So if you expect that exercise is going to be, uh, or the first couple exercise sessions are going to be horrible, um, if you expect that you don't want to go into this workout because it's going to be really bad and painful and you're going to be tired, um, those are going to be the feelings that you pick out of that. So your focus, if your focus is on the negative, you'll end up dwelling on the negative and that's not going to improve your mood. Uh, they actually have a, a phrase for that. It's called the nocebo effect. So there's a, you know, the placebo effect is, you know, you take a sugar pill thinking it's a uh, energy pill and you report having more energy, right? So that those would be like a placebo is usually more positive. Like you get a positive response from something that should be neutral. Um, the nocebo effect is when you get negative responses or you get a negative response because you were expecting a negative response. Um, so yeah, like, like I said, if you focus on how tired exercise will make you feel, 
then that's what you're going to feel. But if you focus more on, you know, how alert and a morning exercise session will help you be throughout the day. If you feel, if you think about all the positive brain changes that are going on because of your exercise, that's what you're probably going to feel. And really, those are the things that keep people in an exercise program. So people don't, people don't exercise. I mean, having, you know, having strength and uh, losing fat are two things that keep people going for sure, especially when they're seeing results. But for long-term adherence to exercise to exercise in particular you know focusing on what it does for you day to day is the the way to keep yourself and keep your mood positive and your emotions positive about your workouts because you know as humans we want especially today's humans we want instant gratification and a lot of times if uh you you know your plat your weight loss plateaus or uh, you're not seeing the results that you want right away physically, then, you know, that can lead or that can go and derail your exercise habits. And then you don't have any hope of reaching those goals that you had. So what you focus on is what you'll get. Uh, And so those are three ways that you can control your emotions. You can control your level of confidence. You can control your uh, feelings about certain situations. If there's you know there's a situation that you find challenging. Let's say you haven't been in a gym for years and you're going to your first exercise class. There are, you know, plenty of emotions that are going to go along with that. There, there are people who are, are scared to come in. There are people who are uh, intimidated or nervous, um, you know. And so the way you think about your first session, if you think of it as an opportunity to feel the mental clarity and the opportunity to be proud of yourself for getting started with an exercise routine, then you're much more likely to have a good experience with that. And if your body language reflects, or if your body language would say to others, I'm excited about this, let's get started. uh, That's another trigger and you're going to be changing the chemicals in your brain to help you feel better about the session Um, Not just because you're faking it, but because you're actually making changes to your mood. Um, So the language you use, your physical body, and the things that you focus on all come together to help control your mood or help control your reactions to certain situations. So keep that in mind as you go forward. Emotions are, you can manipulate your emotions. You can help control your emotions um, if you're able, if you know what levers to pull. And these skills come in handy when anytime you're faced with, you know, something you're, something you don't feel great about, something you are nervous about or sad about, knowing these three levers to pull or the three things that can affect your mood and your response can really help you get through that and help you feel better about that situation. So remember that it's your physical body, it's your focus, it's your language. Those are the three things that are going to keep you feeling good about what you're doing or help you get started or help you get back into something that that you've been wanting to do for a while but haven't felt too great about. So remember, you can control your own emotions. You can control your response to things, um, not just physically, but also your brain's response. So take that and live the happiest life that you possibly can. Until next time, be sure to follow the Fit Life Formula. That's three days a week of something you love to do two days a week of strength training, and one workout that just sucks. We'll talk to you next week.